0: A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by the one and only Brendan thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brendan? How are you doing today? Life's great,
1: always great. Got the Christmassy feeling. And uh, looking forward to unboxing this mysterious package that's arrived at my door. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Merry Christmas to each and to all. Uh, this is our Christmas episode. Um, we're going to be opening gifts. We're going to be uh, giving, uh, giving each other uh, gifts and talking about dandruff. Um, <laughs> which, for those of you who have been longtime listeners will know what we mean. For those new listeners, go back and watch the ones with titled dandruff in them. Um, and then we'll, of course we'll be closing with genealogies so it'll be a fun joyous episode uh, as you'd expect from a Christmas episode before we get it too far uh, if you'd like to send us a a email or a message on Facebook or a message on YouTube you can find us uh, at from Dublin to Cleveland um, our email is from to Cleveland at gmail.com um, and you can also get T-shirts and shirts. We have plenty of those. Uh, we'd love if you'd support us and get one of those. Um, but I don't want to waste terribly too much time because we have packages to open and we have dandruff to argue over. So, Brendan, uh, do you want to open your present first, or do you want me to go first? I will let you decide.
1: I'll go first because mine arrived first,
0: so I've been itching for it the longest. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Go with it.
1: <laughs> Alright, so mine arrived at three weeks ago, and as those of you in the YouTube version can see, it already looks so slightly open. That's because I thought it was something I ordered for someone else. And then I read the label and saw my name misspelled. And it was from Logan.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't expect anything less.
1: <laughs> oh, believe you, me, I, I you did not expect anything less. There you go. Oh. Ooh, there's more than one box in here.
0: There is. Yes.
1: Eye of Agamotto. Oh my goodness. A Doctor Strange Eye of Agamotto, <laughs> Electronic Talisman. Broski, I actually almost bought myself one of these a while back, and the Holy Spirit told me not to <laughs> spend the money. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> not because of witchcraft, people, because God knew what, his, what Logan was doing.
0: It fit, It fits your seeing personality. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, oh yes I was just thinking before uh, I logged on but the word seer <laughs> like Samuel is a seer because he saw things in spiritual I was like, oh wow, that's amazing You know what, some Christians who don't have chosen already not to like me are probably going to be like I told you he was an occultist But you know what, I'm going to wear that with pride That's amazing The <laughs> <laughs> reason hate me because I've already chosen to hate Jesus um, <laughs> lovely. Is there anything else in here? It's so a, mystery box a box inside the box. I can leave it loving Jesus. Um, pleased to meet you. Ooh, I'm pleased to meet you too. Sweet TV. Hmm. <laughs> what could be in here? Some of you who are like fans of big brands are like, you know, uh, I know exactly what's in there and I don't have a bold notion. Not even. I just sometimes struggle with things that other people find ridiculously easy. Like opening doors, closing doors, boxes. Basic things perplex me. I stopped the lights. (laughs) (gasps) A crown. Because Brendan in Irish is Brandon, which means prince. (gasps) Ah, that is absolutely the epitome of who I am. Oh my goodness. (laughs) People are going to think I either have notions, which I do, I've got no sense of grandeur. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Or that I'm just the most pompous man in R.D. And you know what? I could care less. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to wear that very, very happily. I'm just going to, like, walk to my brother. sound like to, to bow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you still have your, oh, uh, like, Assassin's Creed jacket?
1: <laughs> I do. It's, like, literally just in there. Um,
0: yeah. That would go perfectly with it.
1: Of course it would. For the benefit of those watching the YouTube version, I'm going to pull that out now. For those of you who don't watch the YouTube version, start. All right, so this is something that Logan sent me uh, quite a number of months ago. Um, This probably looks like the sloppiest recorded thing anyone's ever seen in their lives. But who cares?
0: (laughs) Unboxing, man. Unboxing.
1: Exactly. It's like the coolest jacket you've ever seen in your life. It looks like something you have seen in a TV show or a movie.
0: Yeah, wear that with your crown, then you you got yourself a good a good time there.
1: Naturally, thank you. All in all, they are actually three awesome gifts. I always fancy myself as like the main character in the movie of my creation, and now I could actually walk around and live like it. They're like they're literally the <laughs> things of <like> fiction. <laughs> and you think like the blue diamonds and the. Crayon is blue, my favorite color, which, as you can see, I wear every day. That's amazing. Thank you. I love that.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. I I had no doubts that you would, but uh, I still appreciate. I'm, I'm still glad you do enjoy it. <laughs> awesome. And now he can cosplay as himself uh, from his book, so he can just. Do it all cool. over again.
1: I think someone's gonna like walk into my bedroom someday and just find me just like staring at myself in the mirror and just get up and just like raise the to right? <laughs> Agamotto, <get up. laughs>
0: yeah, wonderful. Just do his uh, little open thing where he opens the eye of Agamotto. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one time that they never came in they'll just be like so confused <laughs> it's like savage <laughs> they're amazing yeah all, all in all they, they, they're great a lot of thousands into awesome. them they go together very well <laughs> cheers so people at home don't forget to like you know send us at from Dublin to cleveland at gmail.com what you get for christmas from your best friends
0: Ah yes, do that. They will pay on the
1: person to what you know, we're giving each other. But we're curious.
0: Alright, so um my turn. Um, we've got a pizza box, so we're gonna have good pizza tonight. Um, <laughs> we'll see what kind of pizza. I'm guessing green pizza. That's my guess.
1: <laughs> green is an amazing pie.
0: Ah, okay, okay, he put it in a box so it could become, so he could wrap it, alright, that's what he I did here. That. we've got a wrapped gift, um, feels like it could be uh, a calendar, and something, um, like a wall hanging or something like that, we'll, we'll see if, if uh, my prediction is correct. Oh man, he used, like, the best tape in the galaxy. Not the world, the galaxy. (laughs) I apologize for all the crinkling sound, that's just the way it's gonna be. Because he's got the toughest, built-together tape I've ever seen. We don't have tape this good in America.
1: Surprise,
0: it's in another package. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the package in the package, the package is all of the and tape. The actual gift is a little you know, tiny bit of
0: <laughs> Still, the world's toughest tape. That's it. That's it. We're pulling out the uh, the knife here.
1: We didn't think that that was true, did we?
0: See something Darth Vader-esque. But or I'm not going to get you? to that yet since I did procure something else here. Uh, it says something about Ancient Samurai. Uh, so, okay. Ancient Samurai. <laughs> 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 we have oh, A Pocket History of Ireland. Um, so you can, I don't think this will fit in my pocket. I don't know what pocket this will fit actually in other than like, uh, to use, to use something from, uh, English, English, Irish language, um, a jumper, it might That's fit it. in a jumper so, pocket.
1: <laughs> we're an Asian country. Uh, so,
0: not only do we have that, we have a pocket guide to Irish Castles, everyone. So another one to fit into your into your jumper. So good, two pockets here. He's definitely. Uh, I don't think. I think he's trying to educate me in the ways that I need to go. And I how so you'll I failed ethically I won
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next, I won at seven. <laughs> Next time, just goes Halloween. <laughs>
0: Oh my, there are so many keychains with Irish things on them and Rome. And oh this one's epic. This one is a uh, Spartan helmet. helmet, I believe, or Roman okay. helmet. It looks really awesome. Yeah. Um because I know you've really never
1: cool. left the US. That doesn't mean you can't
0: have lovely true. things. <laughs> no, no, this is fine. also true. Uh Rome, a Roman L. Um, so fifty. That means I must be fifty years old. Um, After Logan. But okay. Yeah, fifty. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> um, shamrocks with uh, Irish flag. Correctly, I did do it incorrectly on one of our episodes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But what do you expect? What do you expect from me? Green, green, white, and orange. Green,
1: white, and orange. Um, Orange, white, and green is lapel, Another country
0: A lapel pen looks really awesome Awesome Really cool Um, Little notes
1: They're my favorites.
0: <laughs> if you don't speak in tongues You really aren't saved Oh my word
1: <laughs> Logan goes to a Baptist church If the Lord's given you the gift I don't know.
0: Forget the star and the angel. Hang me on top of your Christmas tree this year. That doesn't sound good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because on the cover, friends, there's a picture of the Pope. So just dethrone. People went to
0: hell for hanging Jesus. You know. <laughs> My favorite part of these is it says non nonfarti on the front. <laughs> and my American brain immediately goes like, non-farts? What?
1: <laughs> Italian um, for <from> someone.
0: <laughs> another lovely quote from our lovely Pope. Uh, Baptists go to hell, follow the one true faith, Catholicism.
1: <laughs> Catholic listening, we love you this. This fire Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I don't know if this is the last one, but this is the last one it I is. see. Uh, it says, need need last rights? I know a guy. That's what the front looks like for those of you who uh, want to watch Noah,
1: it. And see N-O-A-H. N-O-A-H.
0: There's a nice note. I won't read it, but thank you, Brendan. I'll read it later.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I completely forget what I wrote in that. I don't know if that was for public uh,
0: it? Hopefully it's something good. Um, the spiritual journey of Ireland into their past. Because apparently, again, this is all about getting Logan educated. Because currently, he's uneducated. So, that was, <laughs> I believe, the first box. I was a little excited about a samurai sword, but I guess not. It was kind of a small box for the samurai relax. sword. So. <laughs> Optimism's, optimism dies hard. <laughs> Besides, he probably wasn't allowed to send a samurai sword, because samurai swords and weapons are not allowed in Ireland, so... Unless they're in my house. I've tried to send him weapons in the past, and they won't let me. So. It's unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> that kind of scared me for a moment, because I thought this last thing was a record for half a second and I went to push on it and it bent a little bit and I was like, oh no! I just snapped it in half!
1: <laughs> on live TV. No, my the
0: guess was correct. It's a calendar. Awesome.
1: Star Wars villains.
0: Star Wars villains. Awesome. <laughs> I needed a new calendar, so that's really cool. <laughs>
1: I'm Thank glad. you
0: so much, Brendan. That was really awesome. <laughs> um, I will attempt to... Uh, We might have a short somewhere along the line on Facebook of Logan trying to fit uh, the Irish books into his pocket, and it could be very comical.
1: (laughs) As in, like, an Irish jump, Irish sheep's wool.
0: Good deep pocket. (laughs) Oh, brother. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brendan. That was awesome. Uh, Good gift exchange. Um, I, I enjoy, enjoy these things. I'm gonna, I'm excited about these keychains, definitely. Um, and uh, I, I guess I have a lot of education I need to start working on. So I will definitely <laughs> start working on my Irish education. Um, speaking of Irish education, sometime not too far, we'll be watching a movie called I Am Patrick. So hopefully that's historically yeah. accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or I'll just be there like wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just hold up the Irish keychains again to the screen. What was that? Just hold up the Irish keychains again to the screen.
0: Oh sure, sure. Uh we have the Irish one.
1: Shamrock. <laughs> you know, why isn't I just because that's where you are? aim um,
0: Pelt Pin. It was that.
1: Oh, maybe that's it. Too, yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly that. Exactly, that exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly. Um, I'm actually wearing one myself right now. Uh, it was
0: Oh, nice. Cream.
1: And it's very, very similar. So the crown represents loyalty. The hands represent friendship, and the heart represents love. It's called a claddagh. Um, mm. they're very common in Irish rings and also meant for lapel pins and badges. And um, they also appear a lot there, too. So uh, we've got matching ones.
0: And on the back, it says, May this lapel pin remind you of a happy time until you return again to Ireland. <coughs> so hopefully sooner than we all <laughs> hope. <are. laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, awesome time. Let's now get into our Christmas dandruff. So, for those of you who don't know what dandruff means to us, dandruff means things that make us scratch our head. So, these are things that sometimes frustrate us, sometimes make us angry, sometimes uh, we just don't particularly like um, the – we call them pet peeves. We call them – what (laughs) – Pet hates, um, pet frustrations, you know, those kind of things. Um, so, uh, Brendan, do you want to go first or do you want to go second on this one? I'll, yes, let, probably. I'll let you decide. This is the Brendan Decides episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brendan decides, Brendan dictates, Brendan demands. Um, okay, so something that makes me scratch my head at Christmas, something I really don't like, is all of us. <laughs> I think it's ever so slightly Growing on me as years go on, Ever so slightly um, No we have this tradition In Ireland Maybe we're going to do it But obviously we can only speak for ourselves Called the 12 pubs of Christmas It's uh I think it was inspired by the song The 12 days of Christmas And then some oh. alcoholic just took a notion <laughs> <laughs> So basically in the lead up to Christmas It is customary to frequent not one, not two, but 12 local taverns and to uh, share your patronage uh, via a fiscal transaction (laughs) of lots of cash for booze. And you literally go to a dozen of them with your workmates or your friends. And, you know, should some people just drop off, by which I mean drop to the floor, inebriated and unconscious well that's on them <laughs> so uh yeah I have actually been invited to one such Hoot nanny uh this Saturday and uh, needless to say I will be sick that day and in the name of Jesus doesn't about them like sorry I- I've got another appointment with Jesus you know the reason for the season But uh, that's that's (laughs) probably my least favorite thing about Christmas at the moment. Why do these people do this to themselves? I just don't understand. (laughs) All right, Brodsky, what is it you don't like about Christmas that caused you to scratch your head in bewilderment?
0: When I was younger, there were a lot more things. Um, The Christmas music was one on my list for a long time because I do not understand why... Uh, we have to sing Mariah Carey or songs or any of that jazz. Uh, I don't even get the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer stuff. I maybe I got it as a kid, but like
1: I, would say was I don't rain. know.
0: Believe them. People are more likely to give to uh like the Salvation Army or other things this time of year. So there's the whole bell ringing thing, um, which I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pick specifically the bell ringers. Those people. Well, I know they're doing good work and they're going out and serving the Lord, they're serving, hmm, I can't even say the Lord. Sometimes they're serving the Lord, sometimes not. But they're out there trying to get money and change or whatever at every store you go to. And it's just ding, 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 ding. And there's some that are good. you know. If nobody's around, they won't ring the bell. But there are some terrible people who even when no one is around, no one's in the store, no one's near the store, they're ringing that bell. Like it's the last thing on earth. And I hate that, okay? Don't ring the bell. In fact, I, <laughs> there have been times where I have not, I will not give to the Salvation Army because they have a bell ringer who's annoying. That's not going to make me come over to your stand and give you money. I'm sorry. Stop. I will give you the money if you stop, okay? Just stop ringing the bell. You're not good at it. You don't need to ring it more. Stop ringing the bell. I'm not saying don't give to the Salvation Army. Please go give to the Salvation Army if you feel led. Give to your heart's content. Um, but stop ringing the bell, okay? It annoys me. It's loud. It's obnoxious. Stop ringing the bell. Stand there and uh, stop trying to be a beggar where you ring the bell louder and more people will come. It's not how it works. Uh, be quiet. Sit in your corner. Stay there. And we will come see you and. In- Talk to you and be friendly to you, but sorry, I'm not going to be friendly to somebody who's ringing the bell in my face. All right, I've got off my soapbox, I'm done, but I am I'm frustrated with those types of people.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> don't have much being a real life bell ringer, and one thing you said that I think needs clarification: what constitutes a good bell ringer? <laughs>
0: someone who doesn't ring the bell (laughs) they give a nice little jingle they give a little jingle if somebody asks that's it
1: (laughs) oh my god my head i couldn't let the back crack
0: (laughs) i'm gonna have to send him a video of people doing it because obviously it needs to be done
1: (laughs) yeah i was not a thing here
0: (laughs) (laughs) well anyway let's get into our bible section for today As we wrap up um, our Christmas episode, Um, hopefully you guys are having a good Christmas and enjoying uh, enjoying our our episode today. But let's get into Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to read about the genealogy of Christ. Um, It'll be from verses 1 through 17. Um, The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob. Or, and Jacob begot Judah and his brother, and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Terah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Abinadab. Abinadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David, um, David the king. David the king became Sol- begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon begot Rehoboam, Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa. Asa begot Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham, Jotham begot Ahaz, Ahaz begot Hezekiah, Hezekiah begot Manasseh, Manasseh begot Ammon, Ammon begot Josiah, Josiah begot Je- Jeconiah, and his brothers, about the time they were carried away to Babylon. After that, they were brought to, brought to Babylon. Jacoiniah Jeco, begot Selte, Sel, Shel, Shelteel, and Shatel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Abidub, Abidub begot Elakim, and Elakim begot Azor. Azor begot Zadok, Zadok begot Akim, and Akim begot Eliud. Eliud begot Eleazar, Eleazar begot Mathan. Mathen begot Jacob, Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14, from David until the captivity in Babylon are 14, and from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. Uh, so you might just be like, wow, that was a bunch of names, and whoo, that was rough. Um, there's a couple interesting things, though, in in this section here. Um, First thing, there's a couple women mentioned here. Normally that doesn't happen in genealogies. Normally they just go guy, 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 guy. Um, You have, uh, and you have some weird stories that, that come out of these situations. So um, you Perez and Zara by Tamar, that whole situation is a wacky situation. Not going to get into too much detail, Um, but basically Tamar was like his, daughter-in-law, and there was just some some wacky things that happened. You'd be like, why is that in Christ's line? Like, this is the God of the universe. Why is that there? Why did that get included in his line? Like, you would think that his line would be perfect. Um, you go down a little farther, you see uh, Rahab. Rahab was a woman who wasn't even an Israelite, um, who was part of Jericho and lied to save the Uh, this two spies. Um, so even she, you'd be like, What is this non Israelite doing in this line? Then you have, um, Ruth, who's another person who's not an Israelite, um, another woman not included in there. You have David, um, begot Solomon by who by she who had been the wife of Uriah. She's her name, she's not even named. They're not even saying, Hey, this is. Bathsheba. Nope, we're not even going to name her. This is the wife. <laughs> this is who's this is how bad the situation is. He stole somebody else's wife. Um, so another fun thing in there. You've got all these kings in here. Um, if I don't rem- if I if I recall, I believe Ahaz was not a good king. Mm-hmm. Um there's some Manasseh was not really a good king. There are some bad kings in this line too that did not rule well. Um, and got them to the point where they were carried away to Babylon. Um, And you'd think with the Babylonians, they did some pretty crazy things to like wipe out, uh, wipe out different nations across. And they could have like cut off Israel right there. Um, But God in his sovereignty continues the line of Jesus through, even though they've been taken away to Babylon. Um, And so it gets all the way down to Jacob and then to Joseph um, and so God's, God, worked through all of these people's lives to get to where it was Jesus. Um, it was interesting. We, before we came on, we were talking about how many, gener- we're trying to figure out how many generations it, it was between Abraham and, uh, or sorry, Adam and Jesus. Um, we're trying to get the whole total cause here is, it talks about 14, 14, 14. Um, but it, that Abraham doesn't get you back to Adam. Um, and so we, it, the number comes to 76 generations. Um, and then Brandon made a very good point, and he's like, Guess what? He goes, God created all of them, so he's the 77th generation. Wow. So 77 all the way through to Jesus, perfect number, uh, times two, <laughs> well, times 11, actually, but you know, it's a 77. Seven, seven. Um, so how cool that is that that God is faithful in that, and that from God to Jesus the generations go very, very smoothly straight. And yeah, there's crazy people in here. There's people you would be like, that guy doesn't belong, but God is faithful to work through that. Um, and that's a reminder for each and every one of us that God is faithful to work through even our failures and things we mess up and things we don't do right. So if he can include these kind of people in even his genealogy and his line, um, what can you do in your life and work through you, even though you've messed up, even though you screwed up. Um, So as we get into this Christmas time and as we think about um, how gracious and how merciful God is and how he loves us and cares for us and and does that for us. um, Well, I've taken a a bunch of points, but Brendan, uh, you can add whatever you'd like to add.
1: Lovely. Yeah. um, I'd like to turn with attention to verse five. Now Logan has already mentioned Rahab um, Rahab lived in Jericho which was a walled city and enemy territory and um, Jericho in Hebrew meant moon because the ancient Israelites believed rightly or wrongly that Satan at that time actually dwelt on the moon so they were basically saying that this was the city of the adversary the city of the capital E Enemy. And historians speculate that the walls to Jericho were so thick that three chariots could actually travel along them side by side. So within the walls, people could live, and Rahab lived in the walls. She was a prostitute. Men um, treated her very badly, uh, knew her by name and by profession, if we can even call it that. Yet, when God's nation, the Israelites, sent in a couple of spies to suss out the land, um, because God was effectively going to hand Jericho over to the Israelites, she made a decision that she was going to hide God's people from her own. Um, she helped them escape the city after they'd done their reconnaissance and when her the army of Jericho came to her house and said you know where are they we know they're here they're dead men Rahab lied to protect them she pretended that they'd run off in a different direction and said oh we you know if you run along now you might catch up with them <laughs> and uh, effectively she helped them to escape and in faith she threw a red cord outside her window which pictorially would have looked like a trickle of blood and the Israelite said you leave it out there and when the walls of Jericho come down your home will still stand and your family who are with you will be protected and that's exactly what happens. the walls of Jericho came down it was a big war the men of Jericho could hardly put up a fight it was a total win the israelites but rahab and her family were spared and just as we re- rely on the cross of jesus for all things for our salvation for our healing for restoration for the forgiveness of our sins for our hope for our joy for our gladness that's exactly what rahab effectively demonstrated in hanging that red cord from her window which is amazing and rahab would then marry a man called Salmon. If she hadn't already been married, which I assume she wasn't. Salmon was an Israelite. Then they had a son called Boaz. And Boaz became the husband of Ruth. So over the Christmas holidays, friends, if you're looking for a love story in the Bible, um, just help pass the time, because you've watched every uh, Hallmark movie there is to see, <laughs> Read about Ruth and Boaz, how they met, how they fell in love. And then Ruth, who was a Moabite test belonged to an enemy nation, just like her mother in law, um, or grandmother in law, um, got woven into the family of Jesus, into his, his ancestry with the men. So everything in the Bible is connected. And uh, you, know, you follow it through the centuries. And then you get to a couple teenagers, Joseph and Mary. Joseph was the uncrowned king of Israel. He came from a royal line, but was hiding out in the back end of <laughs> Nazareth. And Mary also had royal blood, and she was also hiding out in the back end of nowhere, probably trying to hoping to keep under the radar, so Herod the Edomite wouldn't kill them. But just as God had shown favor to murderers adulterers, prostitutes, and all the other crazy folk and that lengthy list that Logan read out, he also showed favor to two of them. And through them came not only the prophesied king of Israel, but the king of heaven. That's what we're celebrating this December. So, no matter what what a shambles you've made of your lives, no matter what happen to you, what you've done, what you're responsible for, what no one could ever hold you responsible for, but it still took place. Know that God looks at messes and makes messages, tests and makes testimonies. And whatever you're going through, Jesus is the answer. He is the reason for the season. He's absolutely good. So we just pray that this christmas time you would realize that you are a prince or princess of heaven a diadem or a crown in your father's eye that he is always and forever watching you
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and that he has clothed you with a garment that marks you as his own a garment of holiness, of beauty, of righteousness. He's clothing you in Christ. And when he looks at you, that's exactly who he sees, looking back at him. Friends, have the merriest Christmas. Let us know how you celebrated it and all the fun things you got from Dublin to Cleveland at from com, And we look forward to having an even better 2023. Merry Christmas, or as we say in Irish, Hona Nolig, and have a very happy new year.
0: Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.